This is so wizarding. This is Aubrey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 479 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-host, the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagans. Well, I'm guessing I'm back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. And the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield, is away on assignment this week, and we'll discuss that further in a little bit. But uh, we needed a fill-in host. We needed a guest we grabbed one of our best friends from the world of podcasting. That's right. From the Colt 45 podcast, Mr. Random, Randy Savage. Hello. How's everyone Welcome doing? back to the show. Your first time back since the Forbidden Dance. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since then, huh? I mean, I think you even used that joke in some episode. I can't even remember now. It had to be about dance. So I'm like, we were talking about. Jessica Alba had to have been somewhere in there. Star of Honey. Yeah. I was like, what what would be worse watching this or Honey? And I was like, probably the Forbidden Dance would be watching me worse. What about Honey 2 or 3? We made it a thing. It's like there's there's a universe out there where like, yeah, like her mom was one of the the ones who saved the rainforest with dancing. And then she tries to save the rainforest later. With her body <laughs> and fails. Does Jessica Alba hump a curtain in any of these movies? No, but she did hump like a whole ta- like dresser in idle hands. I mean, so. <laughs> wasn't she like 14 in that though? I mean, that's... I mean, we don't think about that part. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the show. <laughs> and you, the listener, are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends review movies, TV, and sometimes more podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got our review of The Continental, colon, from the world of John Wick. But before we get into that, how is everyone doing? Random Randy Savage, how the hell are you? I'm tired, bro. Uh, just, just mostly between work and trolling other podcasts. Like uh, superhero speak with my horror. I've been trying to put more porn in their show every episode, and <laughs> it's hilarious. I will bet John loves that. Oh no, he hates it. Like he's like, please stop. And I was like, okay, one week I'll give you one ad that has no porn, but next week all porn. <laughs> put some hentai in it. That's what he likes. If I can find a podcast that covers hentai, I'll do it. Do totally do it. <laughs> Tentacles everywhere at John's house. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's great to have you back. Thank you so much for coming and saving us from it just being me and Mark this week. Uh, Markellis Reagans, how the hell are you? I am doing good. I'm doing good. I finished the uh, t-shirt extravaganza at the Big E last weekend. And uh, now I'm in a process of designing some new t-shirts for Soul Wizard. I have a few designs that are almost ready to go. I'm trying to get them uploaded uh, just in time for the holidays. You know, so if anyone is looking to get some new gear, some new Soul Wizard gear for the holidays as a gift, anniversary or baby shower or whatever, take a look at our website. We should have some new stuff coming up really, really soon. Awesome. And are they based on designs you saw at the Big E? Uh, (laughs) uh, No, not this batch. Not this batch, unfortunately. So uh, but that's like Aubrey howling at the moon or anything. Like that. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That is that is going to be coming up in the, the one of the next rounds. Yes, it'd be the three of us <laughs> standing on a, a a moonlit mountaintop, howling at the moon. You guys, awesome. you should do a werewolf by night one. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll work. That'll work. But uh, yeah, I've just had my nose 
into my art pad trying to get these designs ready. But um, that that's my life. How are you doing, Joey? Well, uh, it's good that Randy is here this week um, and he fits right in because he's tired and we're all tired. I'm exhausted uh, this week. At the very least, I don't have to work at 4 a.m. So my schedule alternates every other week. So I know 4 a.m.s this week. So I get to go in for 8 a.m. So I get a couple extra hours of sleep and it just makes all the difference. Let me tell you, it just makes all the difference. But yeah, I'm just, you know, working both jobs, getting ready for uh, New York Comic Con coming up this weekend. Uh, my so I know people think it's hilarious, like to hear my schedule. So um, Friday I'm working six a.m. to two p.m. Then I'm leaving directly from work to the train station, and then I am getting on a train at three. I want to say it's like three twenty, and I should get to New York City around seven p.m. Um, and then I'm hopefully crashing in one of a couple people's rooms that I asked some, no one's gotten back to me yet, but I had no choice. I had to buy my train ticket before there was no trains. So <laughs> I might be sleeping on a park bench, but we'll see, you know, I'll be in the city, uh, Saturday, I'll be at New York comic con all day with a uh, special helper, special helper, Santa's little helper, Stu from the Stu world order podcast is uh, stepped up to help me out. So he'll be with me all day, all day there. He'll be able to talk to big booby cosplayers for me. And uh, <laughs> then I'm going to come home that night. My train leaves at 8 p.m. I'll get home around like one. And then the next day I'm going to sleep. And then I have a concert I'm going to with my family in Boston. And then <laughs> I have to work at 7 a.m. on Monday morning. That is a lot. That's yeah, it's, it's, it's almost too much. I agree with you, Randy, but. Uh, the the concert tickets were non-refundable and we didn't want to burn the bridge with Reed pop for getting press passes again and then not using them. So it is what it is. Pod before life. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of other things before life, but uh, yeah, we're going to have a good time. I'm excited. I'm excited to go to New York for at least a day. It doesn't matter if it's only one day. So it should be a blast. And uh, yeah, I won't be on the show next week. So You guys have fun without me. I'll be sleeping. That's the plan. <laughs> that Makes is the sense. plan. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. So enough about us. You know what, Markellis? Let's just talk a little bit more about us. Please tell the listeners where they can find more. So was your podcast. All right, everybody, you can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com. And there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. You will also find comic book, TV, and movie reviews, along with some creator interviews conducted by the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. And you can check out Adam's original comic book, Social Studies, over at socialstudiescomic.com. You're also going to find some links to our podcast merchandise, t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, magnets, coffee mugs, a whole array of items that you can purchase and represent So Wizard Podcast. Our social media links are there too. So reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and let us know what you think of the show. Find So Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page for as little as a dollar a month you can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. A special shout out goes to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. And I'm talking about Fans on Patrol, Pop Prism Power Podcast, Cult 45, The Movie Podcast, Superhero Speak, and The Gorilla Brain Podcast. That's it for me. Back to you, Joey. takes a lot of work okay you have to organize the guests you have to do a google calendar and then you build a following it takes a long time and i've been working on it for a while okay and we are back all right guys we all had a chance to check out the continental colon from the world of john wick uh which is a john wick prequel mini series on peacock randy did you have any excitement for this when it was announced or in the coming weeks as it was getting hyped up in promos? Were you excited to watch this miniseries? I forgot this was going to be a thing. 
<laughs> I honestly did. I like, I remember them pitching this to Amazon and I was like, yeah, Amazon could do that. Cause they have the boys and like other raunchy ass shows about just murder and death and whatnot. So, and that other show that everyone saw, right? Citadel, I think. Yeah. What the hell yeah. is that? I watched like the first episode of that as well as, as far as I got. There was a whole show about spies and like, it was like, it was like a, a Manchurian candidate meets spies, basically. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. Meets, it, that it meets in there. totally spies. Yeah. yeah, meets totally spies. <laughs> Winks Club meets totally spies. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, it didn't have the guy from Game of Thrones in it. It did. Yes. It has a handsome face or what is it? Whatever. You okay. call it. Yeah, I I think we got a screener of that, and I think Adam reviewed it, and I don't know what he thought, and I never watched a second of it. So. Yeah, Adam was not a fan of it. <laughs> I didn't watch it either, so I was like, yeah, Citadel. That's how much. I, that's the same amount of excitement I had for the Continental, and I was like, okay, sure. Oof. All right, that's not good. Um, Markellis Reagan. Yeah, there was. I was following the development of the show. I wasn't excited for it in the, in the beginning because, like, does anyone really want to know why the the Continental is a thing? I mean, it's a building. Like, who cares? Uh, but I was following the development of it because a writer that I follow, Mark Bernardin, who does a podcast with Kevin Smith, was uh, a writer on a show when it was going to be eight episodes. Uh, so, you know, I always like to see when he gets uh, when he gets a job, I like to check out his work. Uh, so, yeah, it was on my radar mainly to see what he was going to do for it because he was very excited to work on it. But, yeah, as uh, as far as like a John Wick prequel, if it doesn't have Keanu Reeves, then why are we bother watching it? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as both of you guys. Like I, I like Randy. I remember when it was announced and I was. You know, I, I want more action stuff and I really like the John Wick movies. So I was like, oh, cool, you know, more in that world or of that action style. But, you know, it just kind of fell off the radar. I don't know what happened there. It just like disappeared and then it came out and like no one cared. Like the the absolute worst thing I could say about a TV show or a movie, whether I liked it or not, not my own personal opinion, but the absolute worst thing. And Randy, you'll understand, Mark, probably not so much. Okay. If I want to post about it on Twitter, AKA X and I search it in the gifts mm-hmm. and there's no gifts from the movie. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's bad. That's, that's a bad sign. That's a bad <laughs> sign. Cause that means no one took the time to find funny bits. Right. Or no one no. took the time to like, Oh, and there wasn't anything memorable about it. No one cared enough to put gifts up. There. There's more gifts of Christopher Watkins skit from SNL called the mm. continental, which I have no idea what that is. Cause I don't watch SNL. Uh, but whatever that is, I remember there's, that. there's that, about like 150 gifts of that. And I scrolled through all of them and found nothing. For so <laughs> there's an episode. I don't know if I like, I don't know if we actually made this thing or if it was just a terrible idea that I had. And I was like, I'm going to do a movie or a show or a skit about the, the very overly conscious rapist. <laughs> That's essentially the SNL bit. With Christopher Walken featuring the Continental. That's what it is. It's an overly conscious rapist. If that, if there you go. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> they they got away with some shit back then. They're just like, yeah, yeah. Yikes. I've um, never seen it. Like, go ahead, Google the Continental Christopher Walken and tell me that's not exactly what I just, the two words I just put together. Yeah. I will do that when we are done recording. I will check it out. I will let you know what I think. But yeah. That sounds terrifying. And it's Christopher Walken. On it's top Christopher of that. Walken. You know, okay. So I will say the one gift that I did see a lot of, because I'm a big, I'm a part of that Supergirl fandom on Twitter, on X, on Twitter, on whatever they call it now. Did you and follow did, all the weird accounts like Supergirl's neck, Supergirl's hands? No, it was Katie Graff's face. That's okay. what I followed. And like, there was a lot of those gifts when they were releasing it she's in this she's in like her queen is in this uh this show and i was like oh cool i hope she does something because you know they have a tendency to put her in things when they need a really pretty face and not do anything with her and i was like oh, okay well who the hell was she in this she was the um the, the arbiter oh, okay the, yeah the, well the face mask 
Yeah, because well, I was that's why I was like, there's a really pretty girl in this. And then I was like, oh <laughs> yeah, she then, had then I was like, oh, they took the really pretty girl and covered half her face. And I was like, ah. great, great choice, guys. Great choice. <laughs> but as always, what we're gonna do is we'll continue talking a little bit and then we'll talk about what we thought. Non-spoiler. Then we will drop the drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, you'll at least know what we all thought. And then the rest of you stick around while we talk a little more in depth. So, Randy, not specifically this, not specifically yeah. ballerina. Who star- who's starring in that? Is that Anna Diarmas is going to be in that? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, I'm interested in it for that reason. That's purely sick, sick, terrible, awful sick human being reasons. reasons. Um, do you want John Wick spinoffs? Uh, I guess. I don't know. I feel like I don't want to pay a lot of money for them. Maybe that's <laughs> what it is. And I, I would... I would appreciate this format if it was in, because I was talking about this earlier about when we were doing our review on Patreon for Ahsoka. It's like, I want television to have, to go back to the format of like, here's all the cool shit we did in this episode, followed by a cliffhanger that leads us into the next episode. And I was like, because now every single thing I'm doing or we're doing now is like, here's a movie we made that's eight hours long. And you I, are a hundred percent right. And I, I cut feel it like into four parts. <laughs> we have talked about this on our show as well, on Patreon and on the regular show. The art of making a television show is completely lost. It's almost yeah. lost to time at this point. And just like you said, it used to be like you watch an episode, and if it's a episodic show, not like Cheers, right. where everyone freeze frames. Or like remember or Game of Thrones when they right. did something shocking at the end? It's like what happened and then you go like oh nope see you guys next week right like, oh, okay you know sting comes down out of the rafters and we're like we're out of time we'll see you on thunder on tbs exactly you know, it keeps you wanting to watch whereas it is and i i don't want to like give it away for free because we'll be reviewing on the show but like i like the soka it's just it had the same thing it just felt like an eight hour movie somebody just arbitrarily cut 45 minute pieces out of and put up as episodes mm-hmm. um so i completely understand what you're talking about that art of Here's a cliffhanger. Here's a 45 minute story with a cliffhanger that gets you to want to watch next week is almost completely lost. Right. But I mean, yeah, I'll, I'd watch because I have questions about the John Wick universe a lot. Like, especially when we went through all those movies, uh, we were when we did the last one, John Wick four, because uh, I had to catch up. I had only seen the first one. So I had to watch two and three back to back. And then I saw the fourth one and I was like, all right, I have questions. Where are the cops? Um, <laughs> who, who pays for all this? And like, there's he's building to something, right? There's no way he's just like, I follow the rules when I want to, Jonathan, and I do whatever the hell I feel like it. And I was like, no, 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 you're doing something. You're leading. We're, we're getting to the high table eventually. We're getting to like these five assholes who rule the entire world, but we just don't see them just yet. And I, I'm waiting for that point, the the high table, John Wick 5. Well, we saw the cops in the first movie. He just shows up and he's like, you working again, John? He's like, yeah. Yep, I'm working. All right. Well, you know, just try to keep it down. <laughs> it's like, how, do you, how do you get to there to there? It's like, oh, well, God, you give us so much money. I just, I, we, there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> Mark Ellis Reagan's uh, John Wick spinoffs. Are you... St- interested in them is this something you want uh no not at all (laughs) the john wick universe all right so the john wick Wick movies themselves are the epitome of the famous joy de carlo quote don't worry about it because they just make shit up as they go along (laughs) there is nothing about this universe that made me go i really want to know how this works why do they still use rotary phones why do all of these ladies dress like they're from the 1950s? I I just want to interrupt you. I find that like smoking hot on like chicks that like like tattoos and stuff. Like that is like the hottest. So I'm, I'm like I would be <laughs> seconded. seconded. <laughs> I wouldn't even be allowed within the hotel. I'd be kicked out for sexual harassment with intensity. <laughs> I told you but once, they, Mr. DiCarlo, get out. <laughs> they don't like there isn't a reason for it and they and i don't feel like i need an explanation for it it's just one of those they just put it there so that dudes like 
well, mainly you, Joey, could be like, oh, chicks with tattoos, oh, they're hot, <laughs> which is fine. Like it works, but I don't I don't need the backstory of the quote unquote operators of the John Wick universe. None of that stuff matters at all. All that matters is how does Keanu look kicking ass and does he kick ass? That's the only question they have to answer. Everything else is just like, eh, we'll do whatever we want. So if they want to make a a spinoff about the hotel that he's in or the car that he drives or um, freaking John Leguizamo and his uh, car stealing business, you know, out of nowhere. Like no one gives a shit about that. Just John Wick is only Keanu Reeves killing people. The end. Okay. All right. You know, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't need a John Wick expanded universe. I don't think it, it lends that itself to that. I think the more you know about how the things work in the background, the worse it is. Right. That's fair. But oh. I, I, what I would want would be like, I, I don't mind them doing another story or another character in universe. If it's going to be like, here's some cool action movies, but I don't need like the minutia you get for fucking like star Wars to be like, we need to have a book about, this one random person that was on screen for 35 seconds in the background of the cantina. Like we don't need that out of the John wick universe, but I, I wouldn't mind more movies that are cool and have action in them and stuff. I think that's okay. I just, I don't need an expanded universe of John. Fought a whole dinosaur in the Christmas special. That's why they're like, give him a whole movie. Give him a whole thing. <laughs> Uh, there should be a John Wick Christmas special now that I there think about it. There should be a John Wick Christmas special. <laughs> All right. Well, we can't talk about going to the movies because we didn't go to the movies. We watched it at home. Uh, Mark Ellis, did you watch all of this in one sitting or did you break it up? Uh, I watched it all in one sitting. Oh, my God. Whew. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it on the show. Our schedules are pretty tight. <laughs> And, and there was a, you know, I only had a very small window to actually watch this, not really realizing it was three plus hours. I think I probably would have rather gone to the movies. Uh, but yeah, I knew I, I knew I didn't want to watch just one or two episodes. I wanted to watch the whole thing. I wanted to have the complete story. So, you know, pod before life, I watched the whole thing from beginning to end in one sitting. Yeah, I watched some of it. Friday when I got home from work. So Friday I worked 4 a.m. to noon. Then I drove to the mall and worked 1 to 5.45. And then I got home and I'm like, all right, I got to watch the Continental. It's three and a half hours long. Here we go. And uh, I made it like 35 minutes in. I'm like, I can't fucking do this. And I went to <laughs> but I had Saturday and Sunday off. So over the course of Saturday and Sunday, I watched all of it. But I, I did not binge it. So Randy... Mm. Did you watch all of it at once or no? So I didn't watch all of it at once. Um, I'm, I'm really honestly stalling for time so I can get the last 20 minutes in right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I, I was like, all right, my mom came in and I, she did everything I was going to do for the day. You know, all the adulting I was going to do. She just did it for me. So I was like, all right, I'll work on the podcast and watch SWAT, you know, and, oh. until, and then I was like, wait, there's a call out for a podcaster tonight, <laughs> but I got to watch the Continental. All right, I'll get started on that. So I got through the first episode pretty easily. And then now episode two is just, just struggling, struggling yep. to go along, but whatever. Yeah. <sighs> it's fine. But no, I didn't finish the last one. So just far, just yet, but we're getting there. You're getting there. Um, (laughs) So the reason Randy's here right now is because I want to say two weeks ago, we had Arthur from uh, two cent critics on, we watched a horror movie, not something Aubrey's going to watch. So I said, Aubrey, the continental is coming up in two weeks and it's really long. It's a mini series. It's three and a half hours or so long, but there's two of the three episodes out already. So since you don't have to do anything for the podcast this week, you should get ahead and start watching it. And Aubrey said, oh, it's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> so then this afternoon at like, I don't know, Mark, well, what time was it? Three o'clock? Uh, it was, yeah, it was right. Yeah, I would say probably like 2.30 or so, maybe a little bit right before that. It's enough time to at least get the first episode in. Right. <laughs> Aubrey's like, 
Oh, I guess I should probably start watching this, huh? (laughs) Come on. Are you kidding me right now? I'm so mad. (laughs) Plus, having watched it without giving anything away, I knew she was going to hate it anyway. And I'm like, don't just just don't fucking watch it. We'll we'll figure it out. So but what makes me mad about it all, Mark, is that we could have just done Exorcist colon Belieber. Oh, yeah. We could have talked about that. Yeah, but we can't because we didn't go fucking see it because we were doing the Continental. But then <laughs> Aubrey's not on the show anyway, so why didn't we just go fucking see it? <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys see The Exorcist from the 70s? Yeah. Then you saw Believer. You're good. Well, I just no, heard thanks. it horrendously bad, so like that piqued my interest. I had no see, interest the, in it until I heard it was bad. See, that's the thing. I heard the same thing, and I went in expecting dog shit and came out was like, you're not there yet. Poorly executed. C minus. What? You mean the director of Halloween Kills made a bad horror movie? Get out of here. Yeah, he did. It was called Halloween Ends. (laughs) Halloween Ends. (laughs) God, I hated that movie. Only a Myers can kill a Myers. Did uh, fucking Linda Blair like go live in the sewer and give her powers to some (laughs) other person in the movie? She did come like, oh, that that was kind of, there was was a whole thing where they're like, they weren't sure where she was. <laughs> well, she's like sixty, so I mean, like, it's not like too hard to find her. You know, that's fair. It's like, wherever we put the old people at, oh, there he is. <laughs> the possessed elderly woman is very slowly menacing you. <laughs> All right, sorry, a lot of tangents this week. Sorry, a lot of tangents. Believer, <laughs> believer. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in the future we'll check it out, Mark. I don't know. It's always, there's always Patreon, so. It, yeah, it, it's on my radar. I definitely want to check it out because I, you know, the first one is quote unquote a classic. And well, what does tri- quote unquote mean? Does that mean you don't like it? Well, I saw it when I was way too young, so I never really like appreciated the movie. It is the funniest fucking movie I've seen. This <laughs> the Exorcist is not funny. It's funny. It's funny if you look it's at pretty, it from my it's perspective. Pretty, it's pretty funny. It's, it's oh pretty my funny. god. How do you like how do you stop a demon, Randy? With magical incantations or the power of belief? No. Hands. These hands. <laughs> uh, so yeah, eventually I will check out the new Exorcist movie. That's on it's on the list. Joy loves it because it reminds him of Rocky so much. <laughs> I will tell you that I a lot of people love Exorcist 3. Oh, that movie's garbage. Which is not great, but it's okay. The best sequel to The Exorcist is Leslie Nielsen is repossessed. All right. Mark, have you ever seen that? Uh, I think I might have missed that one. No. It's a bad, like, not very funny, late-in-life Leslie Nielsen spoof movie where he's spoofing The Exorcist. (laughs) Randy's adding it to the letterbox right now. (laughs) It's good. It's got uh, it's got Linda Blair in it, so. Oh Jesus! It's not more the worst se- thing she's done. <laughs> more of a sequel than <laughs> Exorcist Three or uh, whatever. <sighs> anyway, that's what happened. That's why Aubrey's not here. We had to bring Randy in to help us out. So thank God he's here. Mm-hmm. But now we are going to give our non-spoiler impressions. No spoilers. But what did you think of the Continental, Markellis Rick? You know what? I liked it. Uh, sitting down to watch it, I'm like, oh God, this is going to be three plus hours of storytelling. I'm sure I'm going to doze off at some point, but it kept my interest. Visually, I thought it was really cool. It started off with some amazing action sequences that I didn't think was possible on a television show. And the guy that plays Winston was actually really likable. So uh, I actually enjoyed all three episodes. Now, I'm not going to say this is the the best thing since sliced bread, but I personally enjoyed all three episodes. All right. Randy, mm-hmm. how about you? So, so far I enjoyed episode one. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot of action in there. I, I Okay. I knew it was going to be a Winston prequel, but in my mind, I'm more like, I just want you to explain that you are John Wick's father. And how that <laughs> he is not John Wick's father. He's John Wick's daddy. And uh, yeah. and then what was what was worse was like the mo- the show was like oh okay well his brother is this insane martial artist soldier guy 
who put a gun in his hand and he takes to it like a duck to water. Exactly the same way that they that Winston described John. And I was like, huh, that is awkward. And he has a nice, cute, even more deadly Asian wife. <laughs> oh, oh my God, you're right. And I was like, huh. <laughs> Maybe I'm not that far off. This is but that's it. That's it. I, I spoiled too much. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, I got to be honest with you guys, and not just because I was tired. I struggled through the majority of the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was it was a struggle, and it it's just it's not connected enough to where I'm like, oh, thank God, you know, I watched this as a John Wick fan. It, it felt like. Like watching like smoking aces or like just some like hitman type movie, All, like those type of movies that came out after Pulp Fiction that were trying desperately hard to be cool, like Quentin Tarantino. Like uh-huh. this is the um, kill generation of <laughs> fucking action movies for John Wick. Like you know we've gotten a bunch of these now. Like there's all these movies that only exist because John Wick is a hit. So like Mother, comma the mm-hmm. uh, Atomic Blonde. Um, I hate to say it because I loved the movie, but nobody, um, all those types of movies, these, these don't exist if John Wick wasn't a hit. And this is another one of those things. It feels like one of those bad, like direct to DVD Quentin Tarantino wannabe movies. Like it was just long. It, it it was, it had for every one cool thing. There was like 20 things that sucked. Um, but we did get a, a potential, uh, new, woman crush of the year uh, candidate <laughs> in this one. Her name is uh, Marina Mazepa. Any idea who she played in this movie, guys? Was it the detective lady? No, she was the twin sister. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. She was she was Gretel. She was Gretel. Guess, well, guess what other movie she was in, Mark? Because I knew right away as soon as she had her big fight scene at the end of the show, I knew exactly what other movie she was in without even looking her up. Uh, Megan. No. <laughs> She was it, she was she played the bad guy in um malignant. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I was a, close. Model, actress, dancer, and contortionist. Ah yep. Um, and you know, I'll she didn't look it. smoking hot in this. I mean, she looks good, but she didn't look like amazing hot. But if you go check out her Instagram, oh, I love walking backwards now. That's all I'll say. <laughs> So that's that was the, the positive for me that we got. But other than that, um, you know, I just was very wishy-washy on it. I wish that it had been cut up into God, we just talked about not doing this, but if you had cut this up into nine episodes to watch and made it maybe a little easier, I think it would have went down a little smoother than three and a half hours that I watched over three days. So yeah, that's fair. I'm just a kind of blah on it, but we're all over the place. So the only thing to do is to spoil this thing. So if you haven't seen it yet, get the hell out of here. You listen long enough. You count as a download. We're through with you. And uh, the rest of you, stick around because we're going to spoil The Continental. Uh, I've got some spoilers. Oh, a clear spoiler. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. (laughs) All right, guys. Let's start off with things that we like. Now, Randy, you haven't Mm -hmm. seen all of it yet, but you've seen more than enough. What are the things that you like about this show? I like the the black dojo fighters and <laughs> I I I enjoy like I said I enjoy being vindicated in my theory that Winston is John Wick's father and the fact that <laughs> the more and more this goes on the more and more I'm like that makes a lot of sense <laughs> like but um like it's it's not bad and i'm glad that mel gibson is not all over this so far he was only in the first episode and so second. We're, we're supposed to hate mel gibson now right and i'm know. not saying that to be an asshole or say like i support if he did something wrong i just can't keep track of this shit anymore and i multiple people when i said we were recording this were like fuck mel gibson fuck him yeah and i was I like just, wait i thought he had a comeback because he was in that santa claus movie so am i are we not supposed to like him anymore i just uh, i tend to like listen if you want to be a racist and a bigot, you can do it in your own space over there. I and like, and if you're here and I, I'm not paying money for this. 
So it's fine. <laughs> so it's like, as long as I don't pay money for it, then I'm not supporting it. So other than that, it should be fine. Mark, are we are we okay to support Mel Gibson? I'm going to say it's your own personal choice, whether you want to support him or not. I know he's still making movies. I know he's still directing movies. He's at some point, I guess some people did. I well, at some point Hollywood did kind of look the other way. Personally, you know, like once that line was crossed, uh, you know, it broke my heart because I love the Lethal Weapon movies, but I can't look at him the same at all. So, you know, it's your it's your own person. If you want to be on Hollywood sign, it's your own personal choice. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you were a guest on our show and we thought you were cool and then you posted a racist video, like we can't look at you the same way again. Right. Did I do that? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we hope when we get to hear the the final message, it, it addresses that. Yeah. Um, continue, Randy. But uh, like it's never mind. It just it's I got to a part where they're talking about someone coming like, oh, OK, cool. Because <laughs> I'm still watching it. And I'm I'm still kind of intrigued, and I'm still like, yeah, this isn't this isn't bad. It's just you're right. It's not it's not grabbing my attention. I can still podcast and make bullshit up, and still kind of get the gist of the story. Like right now, I already know that Winston's gonna try and do something to dig it, because like he's he's got a thing that like the first episode's about him trying his brother trying to take down the Continental, not realizing that it's a much bigger organization. And then it's like the second episode is Winston trying to get revenge for his brother. So I was mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. And I don't know. I'm assuming the third one's going to end up in a conclusion of where Winston ends up with the Continental through some kind of wishy-washy bullshit rule thing that happened. Like with John Wick 4, where it's like, oh, we're going to have, we're going to settle this with a duel. And then whoever wins the duel gets to choose what happens to everyone else. Like, if you win, then everyone goes home and be free and gets money and gets laid and if you lose <laughs> we'll kill everyone you've ever known and everyone they've ever known how about that all right markellis reagan. Yeah. <laughs> reagan's how about you yeah uh so things i liked about the movie uh this show uh, i liked the show because it had a really cool visual style uh that 70s kind of grimy style uh it worked for me and i, I don't know how much money they spent on the show but it looks amazing uh, I was a big fan of uh, the Hughes brothers back in the day. Like I love Minister Society. I know a lot, it gets a lot of shit, especially on Cold 45, but I still love that movie. Uh, Dead Presidents, I was a big fan of. I was just so, going to say, what about Dead Presidents? It's, it's yeah, on the list I, for next year. <laughs> like I think they, like, they made really good visual movies. I think they had a really cool style back in the day when they were young. So I'm, was very excited to see that Albert Hughes was still still involved in making this. Uh, so, yeah, visually, it looked really cool. I thought the guy that played Winston, young Winston, I thought he was awesome because we've all seen John Wick. We all know uh, Ian McShane's performance. We all know his kind of dry delivery and his little, you know, clips or whatever. And this, and it's like how, we've already seen that work. Like, how are you going to make us believe that a younger version of this guy exists. Like, how are we going to believe that he's going to grow up to be Ian McShane? And I thought this actor did an amazing job. I thought he was, he kind of did like a Chris Pine in Star Trek. He didn't copy the older actor, but he did a really good kind of a representation of the actor. Uh, so I totally buy this guy as Winston. And I love the fact that we're in a John Wick universe where everyone kicks ass. And whenever Winston gets a gun, he's just a, a bumbling buffoon. <laughs> like he's, he is not the cool killer that everyone else is. And I thought that was a, a funny thread that they, they played throughout the show. I liked his brother. I thought his brother was pretty badass. I liked uh, <laughs> when, when the trailer came out for the show, when the original teaser came out for the show, I watched it. I'm like, yeah, whatever, John Wick prequel, whatever. And then when Joey said we had to watch it for the show a couple weeks ago, I watched the latest trailer and that made me super excited. And the thing that made me excited was the brother and sister team. Uh, when they do like the, the double dragon fighting pose <laughs> in like the third episode, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I'm watching the show. I'm all about the show. So I love the, the brother and sister act. I love the guy that played uh, young Sharon. Mm -hmm. I thought he was great. Uh, he reminded me of the older actor. So, you know, I can see the progression from him. 
uh, in this show up to the John Wick movies. I understand why him and Winston are like good friends because of everything that they've gone through. Uh, and I loved all of the TV commercials that they played in the background. Uh, the slinky commercial, the light bright commercial, like all of that stuff from the 70s that I grew up with. I love hearing that stuff again. The first episode, third episode, amazing. Second episode, it did struggle a little bit, but it did have uh, a couple of really cool fight scenes. But yeah, that's it. That's pretty much everything that I loved about it. Okay. All right. Well, you know, the things I liked about it were when it was working, it is working beyond belief. Um, I, I think this show is a mess. Uh, it's all over the place in terms of quality. And some parts are like you're blown away. And some parts you're like falling asleep on the couch. Uh, and some parts you're like, wow, this is amazing. And then other parts you're like, this acting is horrendous. Like um, <laughs> it's just all over the place. And I don't know if that would have worked a little better if it wasn't so hyper concentrated into a three and a half hour thing that I watched in three days. Um, if this was stretched out over nine weeks or nine episodes, I could watch one, one and a half a day, blah, 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 blah. Um, maybe I would feel differently about it, but you know, I think it starts off really strong. I think there's a astounding action scene for a TV show in the stairwell with his brother stealing the press. Um, I don't want to ruin it for Randy, but the, the third episode has a lot of action and it's all really cool. <laughs> No, yes. go ahead and ruin it. It's fine. I'll go. Yeah, it's all really well shot action sequences. And the third one, the um, the brother of the two twins fighting the two um, black people that run the dojo was mm -hmm. an awesome scene. Um, there's just some great gunplay, different things that they do. I loved the um, sniper next door. Oh, <laughs> slowly <laughs> taking out people as as needed. Um, I thought Mel Gibson, as much as we're not supposed to like him, was. I thought he was okay in the first two episodes, but the third episode, it feels like somebody flipped the switch and like, he suddenly knows like he's supposed to be chewing scenery like crazy. Oh, <laughs> you get to sudden. be full on Mel Gibson. Yeah. He's like, I think Give me back my son. yeah, exactly. But he like, what the fuck was that drug he was doing? Mark, he like put it on a towel and was like smelling it. I don't know, man. He just uh, Mel Gibson. Well, I'm going to save that for things that I didn't like, but he felt like he was in a completely different TV show. Yeah. So everything he did was like, what the fuck is happening? I just think when he went full crazy in the last episode, it was probably the most enjoyable he was in the whole thing. Cause it, it was oh. just like, what am I watching here? This is out of control. <laughs> um, yeah. I just think what I wanted from the entire series was basically what the last episode was, which was a lot of balls out, cool action and weird nonsense that barely makes sense, but it does in the world of John Wick. So, uh. <laughs> otherwise, what about things we didn't like? Uh, Randy, you're, you're watching it as we speak. What are things <laughs> that you don't like about this show? I don't like that it takes an hour and a half for each of these episodes. I really hate this time. <laughs> like, I could have got through. I could have got through at least two episodes of Ahsoka, or <laughs> five episodes of Rebels. Like in the time it took me to watch maybe this one second episode of the continental or an entirely whole movie, like just, and it's an incomplete movie too, which is really sad. Like I don't, I don't game of Thrones doesn't pull this shit. <laughs> like it didn't. <laughs> and, but um, that and what I've seen so far with Mel Gibson is like, yeah, he's very, he's very Samuel L. Jackson in star Wars. He's like, we know. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Never mind. I take it all back. <laughs> Real time. Okay. I thought that was his protege. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> You're watching a scene with the cellist, aren't you? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> I take it all back. The Mel Gibson has gone insane now. Never mind. He's. We're about to go into the third episode. Yeah. I mean, I just like I said. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm curious about more of the story. Uh, this this plot line is playing out. I still want to see the high table. That's what I thought we were going to lead to with all these John Wick crap. And it's like the Continental. So I would expect to see the high table somewhere. Like because I hate it. I hate I hate that there's there's a mystical evil force behind all of this, and everyone's afraid of them, but we never see a representation of them. Just give me like a hand 
or a claw or like five <laughs> glasses on a table, you know, or or a symbol like with Agents of Shield. Like if we saw the Hydra symbols, like oh fuck, it's Hydra, and it's like oh we're we we should be scared now, but like oh the high table is coming, and that's it. That's all we hear, and I'm like, should I be worried? I don't know. Do you guys need taller chairs? What's going on? I don't get it. <laughs> so that's it. I just so far that's what I don't like about this series: the fact that it's nine hours long, and it's just the second episode. Had its one big thing that I was like, oh, that was fun to watch. And I barely missed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it so far. All right. Uh, Mark Ellis ring. Uh, things that I did not like. Uh, Mel Gibson. Uh, you know, he was, a, he was a hero. Not a hero, but I loved his movies when I was a kid. And Mel Gibson is, you know, like I, I love the Lethal Weapon movies. He used to always do a like... Uh, almost behind the scenes of the making of the Lethal Weapon movies, but they would be filled with jokes. He would do like a half an hour comedy special that would come on HBO and it'd just be like goofy shit of them like goofing off behind a set, but it would have like a script to it. And he's the king of like the the goofy puns, the Lethal Weapon 2 pun of uh, we're back, we're bad, he's black and I'm mad. Like that's hilarious to me as a kid. And they let him do that throughout the entire entirety of the show. They're like Mel Gibson, just pun away. We don't care. Make all of the puns you want. And none of them work. They were excruciating to watch. It was literally like he was in a completely different show. <laughs> and, you know, it is a good thing because, you know, he's, he's kind of an asshole in real life. So it's nice that he paid him to pretty much be himself because there was not one likable thing about him in this entire show. Uh, so I'll give him credit for that. But man, after, after the, you know, the fantastic first John Wick movie, the somewhat solid second movie, the amazing third one and a damn near classic fourth one, you know, even with the look and style of the show, Mel Gibson's performance, like kind of taints the entire thing. It's like, why is he here? And why are you allowing him to do that? Because everyone else in the show plays it completely straight. I buy all of those characters. Mel Gibson is just Mel Gibson, just collecting a paycheck and just doing whatever the fuck he wants to because he used to be a big name in Hollywood. And that annoyed the shit out of me through the entire show. That wow. and the pacing in episode two was a little slow. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm other than that, like who you that's, that's all I didn't like. It was a, a real asshole right, that you could replace. Liam Neeson. Put Liam Neeson in a John Wick universe. I mean, that's... I'm sure there is some rando Brit, old British guy or something that had like five lines on Game of Thrones they could throw in that role. That like that. Oh yeah, but he, not... they always use him. I'm just saying, but I'm just saying like that. that didn't, there was you didn't have to have Mel Gibson in that role. Like nothing about that role screamed this wouldn't be the same if Mel Gibson wasn't in it. Right. Oh, ooh, that would have been fun. If they had Michael Sheen and this instead of Mel Gibson with his crazy ass wild hair. Yeah. <laughs> or Danny Glover. Or Joe Pesci. Anyone from Lethal Weapon, not Mel Anyone Gibson. Anyone else from Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Rene Russo. <laughs> Jet Li. <laughs> Jet Li playing this. I'd watch the yes. shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Mark Ellis? No, that's pretty much it. All right. All right. Um so I do have some issues with this uh, show and it's mostly all pacing. Um, I think the whole thing runs into a brick wall and somewhere about 15 to 20 minutes into episode two. And it, <laughs> it felt like pure physical pain. I legitimately on Saturday night when I was struggling through episode two, I'm not going to lie. I was about to hop into the fucking chat and be like, look, can you guys watch this different thing? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do that instead this week because I I, I don't think I can do this. Like, I was going to move next week's thing up to this week and we'll figure out next week as we play by the seat of our pants or something. Because uh, I was like, I don't know if I could do this. It, it was just getting excruciatingly boring. And, and there's, for as much as I'm praising a lot of the action scenes, and I am, there's just a lot of enjoyable action in this. There's a couple that were pretty bad. Um, there's a car chase at one point. There's some weird editing. We're like, I didn't get that. It kept cutting to black and then like 
And it looks like they filmed what happened in the car chase because you see the car flip and blah, blah, blah. So why don't you just show it? It's a, it was a stylistic, it was a stylistic choice. Uh, and it was something that, uh, I'm pretty sure if when you're doing a TV show, they don't want the budget to get like super out of hand. So, yeah, I mean, I can see where you would dislike that. I thought it was, I thought it was a nice change up. I didn't mind it at all. I wouldn't have minded it if it was a way to cover up not being able to do something, but the car they, they, they had, they filmed it all. They showed the cars crashing. They showed them shooting at each other. They showed the car flipping off the other cars. They, they, they clearly filmed all of the car crash. It just made a stylistic choice to cut it up. Like it was uh fucking Hulk 2003. And uh, <laughs> it looked like doo-doo feces. Like that is not what this series is about. And if we're going to get into bad, like editing to cover, um, action or or inability to show action it's not a fucking john wick thing like it's not like john wick is the the series that pulls the camera back and lets you see the fight choreography lets you see the stunts not hide it through weird editing so it really pissed me off <laughs> oh. it really pissed me off um Another thing that that I didn't like and this is as much as I liked episode 3 cuz it was mostly action um, I thought it was a little too ridiculous. And I know that this is, you know, John Wick and there's ridiculous stuff in it throughout the whole fucking series of movies. But I thought like it got a little too ridiculous. Like here's the barbarian guy. <laughs> like what? Like there, there, there wasn't a guy dressed like fucking a pro wrestler, like walking around the fucking continental. Like here's uh, a ninja guy. Like I, I, a ninja guy. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I just thought it, it got a little too ridiculous. I know they wanted maybe do something a little fun and flair and not have everybody just be guys in suits. But you know what? John Wick and, and Donnie Yen wore a suit through the entire fourth movie and I didn't have a complaint the entire time. So you know, I didn't need them to see them fighting some guy that looks like the powers of pain from fucking wrestling back in the day to be like, oh, man, thank God there's cool, wacky guys here. I don't know. It just seemed like it got a little too, a little too stupid little too cute towards the end there um but for the most part the the issue i had was just pacing it just felt off i think if if you're gonna call something from the world of john wick i'm expecting that pacing from those movies like action 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 right not i'm not Mm -hmm. expecting you know let's take a step back and have a conversation in a restaurant and let's do this and let's do that also, can either of you guys tell me what the uh, MacGuffin was? The press, like, what was that for? Printing the coins. Yeah, their their little their currency that they have. Because it was frustrating uh, towards the end of episode three when the uh, adjudicators like said something to Mel Gibson about the press, and he's like, "I don't care about that anymore." Like, well, that was what did we just watch two and, and a half fucking hours about? Then, <laughs> are you kidding me right now? You don't care about it <laughs> anyway. Um, that really pissed me off, and. uh yeah, I mean, that's really about it. I think the biggest issue I have is the pacing, and it just doesn't nail the feel. It's close. It's real close, but it doesn't nail it. It's not quite, you know what I mean? It just does mm-hmm. not hit it, and uh, it just ha- gives off that vibe. And I don't think it's as good as one of the most underrated movies of the last, like, 30 years, The Losers. But um, I felt like that kind of vibe from it. Smoking Aces, The Losers, like that kind of vibe from it, not John Wick, which was the whole thing I was looking for which was what was frustrating. Um, but, you know, that was about it. You know, you know, I, I, I think this would have worked as a, just as a movie, just as a standalone movie, you know, like Winston, a John Wick story, ah. like a, like solo, you know what I mean? Just yeah. in and out all done. It ends with, uh, with Winston on top of the continental having a martini. And, you know, you don't need like the other, two hours or whatever of the show no one no one cares about the detective and her her quest for revenge by the time you get to the end of it no one gives a shit about any of that right it was all superfluous even the characters i liked like the the guys with the dojos you know like i like those characters i like their fights i like them being in the thing but at the end of the day it means nothing (laughs) you you know what i I want again and they're not in the movies (laughs) i was thinking that this could be because obviously we know that Winston grows old and becomes um, Ian McShane. Maybe they're peppering in some new characters for John Wick Five. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, where was uh, Lauren Fishburne's character? I know I saw the Queen of the Homeless, but then like, there was yeah, no- he was the 
He was the young guy with the scarf that was next to her. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, Randy, what happened to Winston's accent? I, you know, when (laughs) men get older, they go ahead and take on an accent. Case in point, Johnny Depp. So, like, (laughs) I feel like that's what happened. He's like, oh, I can't just be having this weird um, non-whatever accent. So maybe if I kind of slow it down and add some more, uh, uh, some more British in there, maybe it'll sound more <laughs> like, yeah. I I legitimately hope that later in life you talk like Ian McShane. I will, like, I will. Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> Brandon, make down. me another martini. Here we go. <laughs> Number 1,700 of the podcast. <laughs> oh, Mark's crying right now. <laughs> All right. Well, the only thing left to do is to give it a score from zero to five, with five being the best and zero being the worst. Uh, our special guest, Random Randy Savage, what do you got for the continent? For the two episodes that I've seen now, I'm going to go ahead and give it a like right down the middle. It's not. Because my barometer for bad has been so skewed, it's got to be dog shit <laughs> before it becomes even close to bad. Like, like Megan is still in my top ten somewhere. I feel like I say that on the show all the time. Where like the average Joe cannot conceptualize some of the movies we've watched. So, <laughs> like, this is the worst comic book movie ever. And I was like, really? You sure about that? Because I've seen some doozies. <laughs> yeah. All right, so right down the middle. So we'll take your scale and put it onto our scale, and that gives you a two and a half out of five. Mark Ellis rankings. You know, it's really tough to take a big popular franchise, uh, a big screen cinematic franchise, and then say we're going to make a TV show out of it and have it feel the same. You know, that's almost an impossible challenge. Case in point, Star Wars. You know, and uh, the the Marvel shows. Some things just don't translate to the small screen. I think this one looks like a movie. It doesn't really look like a TV show. It, for the most part, it looks like a movie. Uh, the action scenes, for the most part, feel like they're out of the movie. I think this is a, a an amazing attempt of giving that big screen feel on a small screen. Story is where it kind of like loses it. But then, you know, who watches John Wick for the story? (laughs) No one gives a shit about any of that. Uh, So I'm going to say, I'm going to say because of the level of difficulty and where I feel like they stuck it, uh, I'm going to give it a, I don't know, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a three and a half, three and a half. Okay. That's. Mark, you are an easy grader. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm, root- I'm rooting for the Hughes brothers, man. I'm sorry. I- I'm always rooting for those guys. You did a piss poor job. Here's a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I'm going to land again another week. I'm landing at a two out of five. I think this is a little less than average. Uh, there's some great stuff in here but it just doesn't add up to a full product that I could recommend to somebody to sit down and watch for over three hours. I think there's some great fight scenes. There's some cool world building stuff. Um, Obviously there's a really hot chick in it, but at the end of the day, I just, it felt like a slog at times to watch this. This is something where if it wasn't for the podcast, I probably would have tapped out during episode two. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I probably would have. It just got that, that was a bad episode. So, and, and there's only three, mm-hmm. and they're all very long. Somebody had to ask me to watch this. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, it just it doesn't have the oomph. It does not have the oomph. So, unfortunately for me, a two out of five. We're all over the place here, guys. So, maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media and let us know what you think. And now we are going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Uh, Randy, please, uh, as if they don't know, because they should know, because you have legitimately, and I'm not saying this just because we're actual friends, one of the best podcasts in the history of recorded sound. I love your show. I listen every goddamn week. You make me laugh. Sometimes to the point where I might crash my car on the way to work. That's Um, that's what I'm going for. I know. know. (laughs) But your show is amazing. So please tell people where they can find it. And, uh, you know, give us a recommendation for the peeps out there. Sure. 
I am Randy Randy Savage from Colt 45. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt 45 Podcast. Subscribe to our Twitch, TikTok, and YouTube for that video content. We're on all your major podcasting apps that are out there. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Wait, Stitcher doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Google no, Play. Move, move them to good, good pods. Good pods. Pod me so hard, daddy. But Podbean <laughs> is where we love us. And if you want more of our delicious takes and on newer stuff go to patreon.com slash go 45 podcast and for just three dollars you can choose what we watch which will never be stargate wow superheroes speak never <laughs> or like uh what did we recently do monstrum which was fun what the I fuck am- is that i saw i haven't listened to it yet but um- okay because it's a it's a korean movie about feudal Korea era times, and it's about a king who we called it Lady Bones because basically she was the main character of the whole fucking thing. I would recommend you guys go check out because no one else is going to watch it. Saw X. <laughs> guys, go watch Saw X. It is it is the book of Boba Fett of Saw. Go watch Saw X. That is not selling it. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch it and tell me that I'm wrong. Yikes. <laughs> I don't understand. It's you the Fast it and Furious spy you racers. You see the, it coming, like, because you, like, no, there's so many of these movies, and they have their own lore, and I'm like, wait, are they just making this for people who've never seen a Saw movie? Is that what's happening? Like, I guess. I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, this is going to be a long two hours for me. <laughs> Glad I paid money for this. Was never a fan. Was never a fan. Sorry, guys. Never a fan of Saw. Uh, Markellis Rankins, how about you? Uh, yeah, I checked out a horror movie this weekend called Fresh. Uh, I heard a lot about it before. It stars us, Sebastian Stan. Uh, and it's, uh, it's kind of a, it's a horror movie, but it's kind of a horror movie that's intertwined with um, the online dating scene. Uh, you know, a girl meets a guy. And she thinks he's this amazing guy and everything from his online profile to the conversations that they have seems like a nice guy. And then things take a dark turn and then things get really weird. Uh, but it hits all of the horror movie, not cliches, but the the beats that you want. And it was definitely entertaining. So uh, it's streaming on Hulu. It's called Fresh. Came out a few years ago. It got a lot of good buzz. Uh, I just never got around to watching it. My girlfriend wanted to watch it, and I'm like, ah, I guess. But it turns out it was actually really good. So, uh, yeah, check it out. All right. Well, I will recommend that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com, where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Links to all our YouTube and Patreon content as well at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Adam's been dropping videos like crazy. Uh, We just dropped a couple road to new york comic con videos so we had an interview with a cosplay group called crying but capable they will be there at a booth in cosplay alley at the con and we talked to them all about that as well as their crusade for body positivity in cosplaying uh we did a history of new york comic con video as well you can learn about the history of the show so a lot of cool stuff on there and a lot more to come uh patreon of course monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content it's the only place to hear us talk about news and trailers every month on patreon uh and i will recommend that uh one if you're at new york comic-con on saturday uh hit us up on the socials slide into those dms and uh you know more than happy to meet up with cool people and and listeners anybody that's there Uh, i can't promise that i can hang out with you for like hours at a time because we're only there for one day and we're going to be busy as hell but more than happy to say hi and see people. Like I said, I'll be there with Stu from SWO Productions. So get involved. Uh, I will say if you are into comic books, there is a comic book from a friend of the show, David Pepos, that just dropped uh, called The Devil That Wears My Face from Madcap Studios. And it is a freaking awesome horror action comic that just dropped. I did a review on TikTok. So if you want to see what I thought there, check it out. But that's definitely worth hunting down at your local comic shop. And finally, jump onto Amazon Prime and check out the new horror comedy, Totally Killer. Because that, my friends, is what Markellis, Aubrey, and Adam will be reviewing next week while I'm sleeping. 
So check it out. <laughs> but that is going to do it for episode number 379 of the So Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, with my co-host, our special guest, the beloved random Randy Savage from Colt 45. Bye, guys. Enjoy. Have a good weekend. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagan. Well, I really hope Aubrey watches that movie for next weekend. <laughs> it's going to be a long episode. Uh, everybody, have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. That's right, guys. The, they will see you next week while I'm sleeping for Totally Killer. Good journey. <laughs>